0: Welcome back everybody to the Nosebleed Sports Podcast. I'm Chris Witt and with me as always is Mr. Adam Schmidt. Adam, how are you today? Terrific. ter ti double g or something? ti double g Oh, Tigger. Yeah, tigger yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, Didn't know what he used
1: to say? Yeah, yeah. 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 Something like, something like yeah, that. something like that. I was a Winnie the Pooh guy back in the day. Oh, one hundred percent. They got a new
0: one uh, with a uh, little Christopher Robin action. Mm-hmm. Takes Winnie the Pooh into the uh, into the uh, you know the Hundred Acre Forest, or no, he brings him into London or something like
1: that. Huh? Yeah. Did 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 you see it? I I did. I did see it. I did not. You did not. Oh, that's too I bad. Didn't. I, I should thought. watch it though, right? Is uh, it good? I, would,
0: I mean, would you uh, recommend it? I don't I, I should, Yeah, I, I don't know. Eh, I, it doesn't sound I mean, like it. I mean, it's a... That's not a strong recommendation. Yeah, it there. is what it is. <laughs> okay. It is what it is. Anyway, uh, so we are here. We're back. Uh, it is Wednesday night because that's what we do. We come on to Facebook, Wednesday nights, 1030-ish uh podcast will be up live or no, not live will be up on Thursday on all your favorite platforms. Please check it out. Uh subscribe, share, comment, let us know what you think. Uh get a hold of us. Now, on that note, uh Adam, I'm going to I'm going to ask you what your Twitter is so people can follow you. But I don't think I want anybody to know mine cuz I think I'm done on Twitter after uh, after all the overtakings
1: of the past week. We will uh, we'll talk about that a little bit later. Uh, why you feel that way? Uh, but my Twitter account is at Adam Schmidt forty four. There you go. And I'm at Sick with it. So you know what? Now is the time. Now is the time to follow Sick with it. And you're not going to know because I do
0: got strong opinions, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna act like all these other goofballs that hide behind a computer and type to try to get people fired. For something silly that they see a, a three-second clip of a video of a five-minute conversation, never mind. I'm we'll, not doing we'll ta- it. We'll talk not about it. it
1: when we get to baseball. We're going to start, though. Well, first of all, we're going to start with our Nosebleed Sports podcast, greatest nicknames of all time. Is it over? It's tournament. official, right? It's official. Well, this bad boy is over. Now we got two hours left. left. Okay, Two hours left to vote, and it's close. It's close enough where – If you're watching on Facebook right now, you can jump on and make a difference in this thing. It's the mailman. It is the finals. It is the mailman, Carl Malone versus the Hick from French Lick slash Larry Legend, Larry Joe Bird. And uh, right now, Larry is up 55% to 45%. It's a difference of two votes. It's a difference of two votes. So if two people get on and vote for the mailman in the next two hours... We got a tie on this thing.
0: Holy cow. And it, Adam can't do ties, just to let you know. Can't Adam not do cannot do ties. They
1: don't work. Uh he doesn't believe in them. No, that's that actually I, I like ties in a lot of situations. This is because not one. I because I like for uh for, for everybody to be happy and get to win and all that good stuff. Not in yeah. this case. Yeah, big uh so you're big uh everybody gets a trophy guy. No, not not for kids. They gotta they gotta understand Losing is part of life, and you gotta you gotta experience it plenty of times. For for situations like like this, normally, I'd be okay with a tie. Like MVP voting, if you vote, if if James Harden and Giannis Antetokounmpo get the same amount of votes, I'm fine with co MVPs. You're cool with that. I'm fine I with I, that. I got you. Yeah. Uh, but in this case, but, I'm such a big Larry Bird fan, not such Larry's got to go,
0: man. Larry's got to go. Listen, Carl Malone, the mailman, good. I I mean, he's got to go on. He's got to win. I'm, I'm, okay. a, I'm a Hick from French Lick voter. I've already put my two cents in. Same. Uh, so if you're on, go ahead, check it out. There's a poll on the Nosebleed Sports Podcast page uh, on Facebook. Vote for the Hick from French Lick or Carl Malone. Winner wins the Nosebleed Sports Podcast Best NBA Nicknames of All Time poll. Which brings me to my next question for you, which is, what's our next poll going to be?
1: That's a good question. I I started uh, started trying to think of some stuff. I don't know that I have any good enough ideas to really throw them out there yet. Um, but we got to do one. It's it's we might take a couple weeks or something and, and yeah. really try to figure this thing out. We also want your feedback if you're listening on any of the platforms or live on Facebook right now as we're as we're recording live. Um, drop us drop us a line on Facebook. Comment on. Wherever you're, SoundCloud, to. Exactly. Uh,
0: YouTube, uh, I uh, what is it? Apple Podcast, iTunes, yeah, Spotify. Jump on Twitter,
1: Twitter. Get us. on a
0: tweet box. Hit at Adam Schmidt forty four. Don't and, tweet me. I don't even care about Twitter anymore. I'm done with it. <laughs> done with these. <laughs> people Call
1: us on the telephone. Send us a telegram. One of the uh, few people in this world that still have a landline. Write us a handwritten letter. Uh, type one up on a typewriter. What else? I think uh, that's about it. Write it in calligraphy if you'd like. Uh, yeah, you uh, could probably stamp it with a, a wax stamp, fold it into an origami swan, and uh, and put it in a package and send it to us. Cool. I'm down for that. If you do that, you'll get, uh, you know, you'll get something. You'll get something. All right. So,
0: question. Uh, so we got a lot of things going on today. We have uh, the NBA playoffs are obviously hot and heavy right now. This is the biggest thing going on. A ton of stories going on now. Damian Lillard, uh, ice cold water running through his veins last night. Uh, We'll get into that. Uh, We got a lot. We've got a little triple play going on with Major League Baseball. It's 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 gonna start getting hard. Quadruple here. We may we may if I keep getting irritated (laughs) and keep talking about this Twitter stuff. Uh, But uh, we will 100% go through these three. We got uh, some 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 neat little facts on on baseball, but. Before we get into any of those, I'd like to take a second and ask you, what do you think about the NFL draft coming up tomorrow?
1: Man, I am so excited. I have uh, – I've got my popcorn popped already. <laughs> it's uh, sitting uh, – on. it's not going to be any good by tomorrow because I already popped it. It doesn't make any sense. It's just going to sit there all day and night. Um, But I said day and night. I don't want anybody to think I dropped the D-bomb there. That's um, right. Anyway <laughs> – so i i'm so excited man uh you know
0: who are the reds gonna who are the reds who are the Bengals gonna take with their the first reds, pick man there's the a lot of a lot of uh a lot of quarterback talk yep. out there the reds need a point guard uh the reds need a point
1: guard a, you, you got a lot yeah I mean, so here's the deal guys.
0: here's the deal so we we obviously aren't going to talk about the nfl draft that much because it's not what we what we like to get into on this podcast it's just not our thing i i kind of do like the draft personally uh i kind of get into it uh If I just got to put my two cents in, I'd love to see the Bengals trade away uh, maybe a second and a fourth or something like that to Arizona to try to get that Josh Rosen kick because they're obviously going with Kyler Murray in the first. So why not uh, not pull yourself that way? Uh, Get yourself a quarterback for your first-round pick, and Arizona could use a lineman (laughs) as well as a quarterback. Otherwise, Kyler Murray's going to be running for his life the same way that – Rosen did too. So anyway, okay, good you feel, for you.
1: You feel like Rosen is is a better quarterback than anybody else? For... I feel like he's
0: better than any other quarterback in this draft.
1: Okay, and better obviously than Andy Dalton.
0: Uh, I don't know, but he's going to be a lot cheaper. He's probably be, I would say he's going to be mediocre, just like Dalton. But he's going to oh. be. Uh, he's he's getting paid one point eight million dollars a year right now, or something like that. But you want to give up
1: a second and a fourth for him?
0: Yeah, in a heartbeat. Oh. It gives us more cap room. We can go after more free agents. Things start getting a little bit better. And if he's mediocre or or better as Andy was, I mean, Andy took us to five, four, five straight playoffs. So I'm okay with that. Let's get to the playoffs, see if we can do something with it. People have won the playoffs with worse quarterbacks. Yeah, that's true. They're won in the playoffs with worse quarterbacks. That's All right, I'm true. done talking about the NFL. <laughs> let's get into the NBA because that's what we want to talk about. That's what we love. That's our thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's start off. We're just going to go through these series uh that are coming up. So we'll start in East. The East is finished. The East is ready to go. We've got uh the first the first two victors were two sweeps. The Bucks swept the the Pistons and the Celtics swept the Pacers. Therefore the Bucks and the Pacers uh are going to be the first.
1: Bucks and the Celtics. Yeah. Who did I say? Bucks and uh, Pacers? I meant <laughs> Bucks and Celtics. Well, it's funny you said that because I was you really was surprised pacers. about uh, the sweep. I, I, I'm not that surprised that the Celtics beat the Pacers, but I'm surprised by the sweep. I really truly thought this could go six or maybe even seven games. I thought the home teams would take care of business on their home floors. Mm. Um, I went to game three in Indy. It was it was back and forth. Now, all these games were competitive. Oh, yeah, 100%. Um, but, you know, the Celtics figured out a way to win, you know, all four games and so that, it went quickly. Um, the Bucks. Piston series was just a dot. Real, real quick on, on
0: that Celtics Pacers series,
1: tell me tell me what you think about
0: this because watching that series, like you said, they were all pretty close games, mm-hmm. uh, or at least throughout the game, most of them were pretty close. Is the fact that the we talk about how good the Pacers are without a star on this team because Old Depot's out? Is not having a star or a go to guy at the end of a game what lost them this? Because they the the Celtics have maybe three stars that they could go to at any moment in time at the end especially well i mean one especially clutch superstar in yeah. kyrie irving but is that why to me that's what happened to the pacers they were right there they're just as good as anybody throughout a game but when you need
1: a bucket miles turner's not your guy no um boyan bogdanovich is your best offensive player right at this point without oladipo in the lineup so um and and he's good but he's He's more of a shooter. Now, he made a couple plays, you know, going to the basket against guys one-on-one. That surprised me in this series. But um, for the most part, he's more of a, a shooter, a spot-up guy, um, which is where, you know, he's even he sh- could be even more effective. Now, he put up some 30-point games and stuff like that without Oladipo because he shot the ball more, but, you know, he's even more effective though, I think, with a guy like Oladipo who can penetrate, get in the lane, and draw some attention because he is their best scorer, and then right. kick it out to, to Bogdanovich and some of the other guys that can knock down threes. Um, but, yes, that to answer your question, that is one of the, one of the factors for sure, uh, not having a guy that can just make a play like a Damian Lillard, like, you know, Kyrie Irving, Kyrie they Irving, played and exactly. play against, right? Um, so yes, uh, I do think that was one of the things. I think speed was a big deal. I, the Pacers are a slow team; they're yeah. slow. Uh, Darren Collison's pretty quick, I guess, but Corey Joseph's kind of quick, but they don't really play that way. They don't run a lot or anything because they have some. They have a, a big lineups in at yeah. times with Sabonis and Miles Turner, um, and, and even Bogdanovich. He's not. He's 6'10". definitely
0: not the fastest guy either. No. No. Um so they're they're big. I feel like if you're balding you're automatically slow.
1: <laughs> um let's see. Uh that could be yeah, you could be you right. You
0: name one person that you've seen in the NBA that was balding but was fast. I mean, and I now I know where you're going with this because Manu Ginobili has been balding <laughs> yeah. for a while. But my man got slower as he started balding when he had done free slower. flow in locks that Euro step was off the hook off the chain.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And he was he became more more I don't want to say crafty cuz it's too I love it. I know. I, I know. It. I know. But he but he was. <laughs> I mean that really. It is what he it really is. was. <laughs> um anyway, and especially toward the end of his career, he was just he was just I uh, smarter really than a lot of sure. players. But anyway, anyway. Um so it was that 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 Celtics Pacers series did come down to making plays at the end of games and you you when you have a better roster you're going to make plays at the end of games. They also, I think, have a little bit better coach. Nate McMillan did a great job with the Pacers. But Brad Stevens is Brad Stevens. Should have won Coach
0: of the Year last year, and exactly. he's not going to get it this year either. But once again, he should be right in that mix, especially having to deal with what he had to do this year right. with Kyrie Irving, who has learned how little the regular season means <laughs> because I pretty much feel like he didn't even want to be involved in the Celtics' regular season. Uh, anyway, so the the Bucks. Piston series. That was pretty that was a runaway. Not really much to even go in a, right. on that. That was uh um Blake Griffin was hurt uh playing on a bum wheel and it showed plus the Bucks are just a better, all around better team.
1: Without question. By far.
0: So uh this Kupo v. Kyrie Irving. What do we got?
1: Well, it's it, that's gonna be an exciting matchup, although it's that's not gonna it's not be gonna be a matchup. Yeah, they're not but, gonna guard yeah. each other. Um but it is going to be exciting to see because you can still have a duel. You can go, you know, go down, you know, score for score, back and forth. But ultimately it is the Bucks versus the Celtics. And the Bucks have impressed me so much over the course of this season. And, and you know, especially as the season's gone on, um, they are night and day from last year. Mike Budenholzer has that team the best. One more time. What's his name? Mike Budenholzer. I love that name, Coach Bud. Yeah, Coach Bud. He, uh, Budenholzer. Yeah. So he, I yeah. can't even say it to be honest with you. And he's a, he's a Spurs disciple, so uh, a Pop disciple. So um, he he got this Bucks team, who was not very good defensively last year, to become the best defensive and offensive. They were they had the best offensive and defensive efficiency in the East this year. Um, they completely changed the way they played. And and are playing. Um, of course, you have Giannis, who I think is good, who I think is the MVP. He's my pick for the MVP. Okay. Um. And and possibly the best player in the league. Um.
0: But who's it, guarding him in this? Who's guarding him for the Celtics? Who's is it going to be? For the most part, it's going to be Al Horford. For the most really? part, it's going to be Al Horford. Um. If you, once again, I feel like Al Horford tried to let his hair grow out. He'd be balding, but he shaves his head, so we don't really know. I feel like he might yeah, is and you don't think is he's is, slow. Think, you don't think Morris is gonna get more
1: playing time he in could. this series? He specifically could specifically for that reason. Because yeah, because he's another guy that you're probably gonna to spell Horford sometimes, you're going to put him on him. Um last season Shemi Ojale played a lot, uh guarded probably second most, guarded uh, Giannis. It it's not gonna matter. <laughs> it will not uh, he's going
0: to get his points
1: but it's going it's got
0: to come down to somebody's got to to slow him down beat him up you know uh, you got it's it's the old michael jordan deal you know you got to you got to constantly have a body on him um i just don't know who who that guy is i mean it's going to be a uh it's going to be a red, guys i mean you'll probably even see um you'll probably even see um uh, Jason Tatum on him for a little while, maybe. I mean, I I don't know. It's Jalen Brown. Brown probably. It's going to be a mixture of people throughout the game because he will wear you down, bro. Yeah.
1: And they do that with, uh, you know, a lot of teams do that to guard James Harden too. Just keep sure. switching guys on him. and Different throws. looks, yeah, right. different lengths, different right. everything. Now, you mentioned keep a body on him. You're not going to stop him from scoring. But, you, it, you know, it would make a lot of sense for them to really concentrate on on keeping him off the boards as much as possible because that's one of the biggest things too is this team this Bucks team rebounds so much better than they did last year and a big part of it is because they got Giannis Antetokounmpo to buy into becoming a great rebounder and that's part of that's part of why he is he is a candidate a pretty high candidate Possibly defensive player of the year. He might win MVP and defensive player. Of the that would year be impressive because I, of the way he has changed his uh, his mindset on the defensive end. He is. I really haven't really a heard player. too too much talk on
0: him in that. I mean, I know that he's definitely been better. I haven't heard too much talk about him possibly winning that title. But I mean, it wouldn't surprise me in, in any way at all. It, just another knock on on LeBron. It'd be another knock on LeBron James. <laughs> It's not. It, it, That's how I see that. It,
1: but it's not. It's not, though. Um,
0: but So who wins this? Who wins this series?
1: I, I think the Bucks. I think it is going to be a good series. Um, and I think the Bucks probably in six. Wow, Bucks in six, huh? I think so.
0: Man, this is tough for me because I really like this Celtics team. Gordon Hayward is finally playing basketball the way that he, he has played uh, for the past three years before he got hurt. 2 3 years before he got hurt um I don't know man you got you got Lopez who all of a sudden realized he could shoot the 3 Antez uh Bledsoe who might be one of my favorite he's probably my second play, favorite player on that team uh I am with you I'm with you that uh the Bucks will probably I'm I'm you know what I'm not doing it I'm going against you I'm taking the Celtics <laughs> in 7 me? No I'm taking Celtics in 7 Okay uh, because I believe that that's I believe that that's actually what's going to happen.
1: Okay, and that's what you should. You then should go with your, your. You feel head. like I'm
0: I'm pretty I'm pretty sure about myself, right? <laughs> no, I don't. I Not, don't at feel like you are. Not at all.
1: Not at all. Okay, so so we'll see what happens in that series. Either way, I think it's going to be a great series. Um, let's breeze right through Toronto versus Orlando because that was essentially a sweep. It really it was a five game series but uh, Toronto was quite a bit better than Orlando. Uh, Orlando ended up having a much better year than people thought, and um, they're one of those teams that you're going to look at next year, and it's going to be kind of exciting to see if they make any adjustments, add any pieces to what they already have, because they were one of the better teams in the East in the second half of the season. Um, So it'll be fun to see uh, how they progress next year. Toronto, though, moves on, and they will face the 76ers who uh, beat the – Brooklyn Nets 4-1. Now that series was another one of those that had a little uh, little extra uh storyline to to follow with the whole thing with Jared Dudley and Ben Simmons and of course Joel Embiid Ed. gets involved in everything. Right. Um so you had you had a little scuffle and you had some a lot of talking through the media um people putting Ben Simmons down. Early in the series, and then he comes back and has great games, and um, it was it it was kind of it was kind of exciting for that reason, even though it wasn't a great competitive. I mean, it wasn't a not a competitive series, but it wasn't as competitive because the Sixers won four-one. Sure, but like I said, Joel Embiid loves to get into the into everything. It just he's always kind of trash talking, kind of trolling. He does it on the court, and then he does it if he if he beats you if you're if you're trash talking with him on the floor, especially the guys that he's going against the the Anthony Towns and the the other centers in the league. Yeah, if you have something to say to him during this game, because didn't he draw gonna, a picture
0: of uh, Didn't he draw a picture of the guy? What's the kid's name in, from that was in Texas last year? Uh, uh, no, not tech. it was DeAndre Ayton, wasn't it, from Arizona? He oh. drew some kind of picture of him, and, and it was a picture of Joel Embiid dunking on him, and he colored it in crayon and put it on Twitter. Like, the dude's a, <laughs> the dude's a troll. The dude is the reason why I – all right. I kind of I, I like Joel Embiid. I think, so, I think what he does is funny. And if you're going to do stuff as a joke, I got no problem with the joking part of it. I don't care about that. That doesn't bother me. It's it's stupid people on Twitter that bother me. Not guys <laughs> like Joel and That dude, I'm good with him because that dude's a nutcase. What do so, you I know you don't like him?
1: I, I d do, I don't like the I don't like the constant what seems like sometimes uh, attention seeking. He doesn't have to do that because he's one of the best players in the league. But it seems like he's so – maybe he doesn't do it for attention, but he's very – It's just
0: him, man. He's, just a, he's, a, he's a goober, and he realizes that when he does this stuff that it affects other people. It affects the people he's playing against, and, and so he
1: continues to do it. It does, and as long as
0: he's playing well, he's going to keep doing As long that. as he's the better player, which is probably going to be – has he ever said anything about Giannis or LeBron or Steph or KD – no, not that I know of. I don't think so. It's always about a guy like Dudley, some some guy who gets five minutes off the bench for for San Antonio or or for the Nets or or whoever.
1: If if you get tangled up with him in a game, and, and there's a little you know back and forth, he'll he'll even I think if it happens with Giannis or it happens with LeBron, I think he'll he'll say something if people ask him, if people bait him, if the media baits him or something into uh, saying something after a game. After so, if something happens in a game, he'll he'll speak his mind and he'll say something that is probably going to come across to some people as kind of aggravating. Uh, <laughs> but you know what though, I'm I'm with you in that. In it's some, all in fun, in, man. In some cases, it is funny. Because in in, so, in some but on cases, the floor it's it trash fun. talk.
0: On the floor he's just trash talking. When he gets out and he's doing his press conferences, that's just messing around, man. That's just him. It's just him being a goober. Just say what you want. You're better. That's it. Comes right back to the whole deal with baseball. If you're better, if I'm better than you and I beat you, yeah, I think I have a little. I think I got a little. Uh, I, I got I got a little room to strut my stuff a little bit, and I got no no problem with it. Uh, what's the difference? The difference between confidence and cockiness
1: a big difference and and there's a, there can be a fine line, but it's a
0: big difference, but there can be a fine line.
1: I really, but, but so I don't know if I'm going to explain it well, but I really do think that there can be a big difference, but there is also a fine line and it's, it, a lot of it is the way that, that people deliver, um, people carry themselves and, his, it's just you know
0: what though. His with his, he carries himself how he carries himself. But if a guy comes up and he starts talking in that kind of accent and he's making fun of somebody, how do you not laugh at that? That's ac- that
1: is extremely funny. The accent is kind of fun to listen to. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there, some of the stuff he does I just do not like. I just don't like. He comes across as cocky sometimes, um, and I understand he's a great player, but. Giannis doesn't really come across that way. Okay, well,
0: Giannis isn't that kind of guy. I mean, KD used to never come across that way. And now when he was at OKC, he had a silent you know he he signed his extension without having the 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 press there or without having tv cameras and all that did his little speech he loves okc blah 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 quietest dude you ever seen in your life now he goes to the warriors and this dude's got 18 twitter accounts he's <laughs> yelling it yelling, he's got more technical fouls than anybody in the nba the guy's a mouth all day long he what did he say the other day talking about uh, patrick beverly he said Man, come, come on you know who i am i'm Ke- i'm Ke- i'm kevin durant you know who I am. That's a totally different person. That's not a good So just there. because you're quiet in a small market like Milwaukee where there's not a lot of press on you and not a lot of things going down doesn't necessarily mean that you're not that goober funny guy who might run his mouth a little bit more than you think in, the, in, in a different city, in a di- around different
1: media maybe and maybe just KD being covered more but really even then That's what I mean. He was still he was the second best player in the league even in OKC and Giannis is probably the best player in the league now. Wow. So no matter how when wow. you're on that wow. level Wow. Wow. When the you're best on, player in the league? Yeah, I think so. When you're on that level it doesn't matter what market you're in. I you're going gotcha. to get a ton of media attention and he's going to in this series for sure cuz it's the playoffs too. Um Every game in these playoffs are are nationally televised, so we're gonna see Embiid, and we're gonna now. So, so who from the Raptors is he gonna get into it with?
0: Oh God, I who knows? You don't know? I have no idea. Let me find a guy for the Raptors that plays the least <laughs> amount of minutes. Uh, I'm gonna say uh, Michael Carter with... Williams or, okay. or, or or what's his name? Yeah, Michael <laughs> yeah. Carter Williams. That's who he's gonna get into it with. Him or him? No, or, you know who uh,
1: I guarantee? Kahem Birch. No. I guarantee you. Say that
0: guy's name? K-H-E-M. K-E-M. K-E-M. Is it
1: I K-E-M. 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 I don't know. I'm not even say. sure who anyway, you're can,
0: about. Uh, he, he's
1: he. Oh, talking about. He's. Probably because I'm looking at guarantee Orlando. Guarantee he and Serge Ibaka <laughs> get double technicals in this oh. series.
0: Oh. That's it. I'm looking at Orlando's. No wonder I don't know who the heck I'm talking about. So Toronto's uh, bottom of the line, 100%, it's going to be Serge Ibaka. Serge Ibaka, I hope this goes seven games. (laughs) I hope this goes seven games because there will be a punch landed. Which means there will be a suspension. 100%, there will be a suspension. (laughs) And there will be one of the funniest press conferences afterwards you've ever seen. You'll see Jimmy Butler get up and walk away from him in the middle
1: of it like he did last time. Okay, so this has potential to be a fun series, too. Um, who, do you, who, who are you taking in the series, though? Who wins this series?
0: Between the Raptors and the Sixers, I, you know what? Man, e- eventually it's going to be the Sixers' day in the East. It's going to happen. They're just still young and immature, man. And I, as fun as it is to listen to them, and 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 as, as funny as much as I laugh at a guy like Joel Embiid, at the stupid stuff he says and does, and you got guys like Ben Simmons who's upset at everybody in the world for booing him and and everything else that happened. I, I just don't think they're quite there mentally yet to be able to play. Whereas you got the most cerebral person in all of basketball, in Kawhi Leonard. Uh, or maybe I say Cerebral just because he's the quietest person in all of basketball, so I just think he's that way. I don't know. But Kawhi's been there, done that, been on some of the best teams in, in the league. And uh, I'm, I'm going Toronto. I'm going Toronto uh, behind behind my boy uh, uh, Siakam, Pascal Siakam.
1: Pascal Siakam had an outstanding series against Orlando he's he's gonna be a, a, a name that we're talking about for possibly uh, most improved this year um, man I'm, I'm really I'm pretty torn on this. I like the Sixers roster a lot more but I think Toronto plays better together uh, a lot of the time. It depends on it depends on how committed they are to each other. I think in, in Philadelphia, it's still part of that. You you mentioned their youth, and a, a big part of it is because two of their biggest pieces, Jimmy Butler, and uh, from the Clippers. Um, why did it, Why did his name just? escape I me? Lo- sorry. I was to, I was, was paying was attention to
0: comments in the on the Facebook Live. I wasn't paying attention to you. What so, did you say?
1: So Jimmy. <laughs> Jimmy Butler and uh, the young man who was was traded over from the Clippers, um, Tobias Harris. Tobias Harris. For goodness sake, Adam. Lou. You know, those two guys are still new. Jimmy Butler's had a little more time to, to, you know, assimilate. But Tobias Harris has still only been about a month or, you know, a month and a half or something like that since he's been with the team. They're still figuring that out. He's had some big games and stuff, and he had a big game when Embiid was out. Uh, It was a game two, I think, um, in that last series. But it's just going to depend on how well they play together and how much defense they play. I think you're going to get defense from Toronto, and we're going to see how much scoring you're going to get from everybody else besides Kawhi Leonard.
0: All right, so then who wins us? So you taking Toronto?
1: I think I'm taking Toronto in seven. In seven, I'm taking – You're going to get your wish for seven games –
0: it's not yeah, my I wish. Used. That's your wish. I wish they were all sweeps.
1: Well, you want seven games for the <laughs> I want seven Ibaka games for Serge Ibaka and, and,
0: and, Bede. <laughs> and uh, Joel Embiid can get in a fight. That's all I want. I, I want because Joel Embiid, you want to talk about getting in somebody's head. Serge Ibaka might be the easiest person to get inside his head.
1: He's into it with everybody.
0: Like, Joel Embiid will have him so upset before the first tip. Of the first game, I can almost guarantee this is going to be bad. I want a camera just on those two because they're they're going to play each other a lot. It's going to be the bodying up a lot. And I want a camera solely on that matchup the whole time. I just want zoomed in so I can try to read the uh, lips of Joel Embiid, even though I probably can't because he speaks (laughs) in a different tongue. So. Uh yeah I'm I'm excited about that so we'll see all right so we that's where we're going with that so let's go up to uh the Rockets so the Rockets officially won that game is over it was a close game uh, Utah was able to uh, to grab game three no game four they grabbed game four to to put them up three one or to put the Rockets up three one but the Rockets closed it out today so the Rockets will be playing either Golden State. Or the Los Angeles Clippers, and let's be honest, this is more than likely going to be Golden State. Can we just say it's Golden
1: State? I mean, they're up 3-1 right now. Pretty much, and they're playing right now. They're probably going to close it out tonight. Let's just, so. call, it,
0: let's just call it. I'm just calling it for Golden State. <laughs> you're calling it? I'm calling it for Golden State.
1: <laughs> Poor Clippers, man. Nah,
0: and, um, you know, hey, when you're the eight seed, when, when you're the, when you're this, you know, one of the mediocre teams, you're going to get beat. I'm not getting back into that. They're a little better I'm Not than doing me, that. Anyway, I, know, okay. I know, I know, right. I know, I know, I <laughs> know.
1: <laughs> Congratulations on a nice season for the Clippers. Uh but it's likely now, going to be. It's over in about an hour and a half. Yeah. So uh let's talk about because
0: uh, really that Utah the Utah Rocket series, there wasn't a ton going on with that. You might have th- thought you uh, might have thought um Mitchell the Donovan Mitchell might have been able to pull out another game in there. I I, I don't know. This is kind of the way I thought it would. Uh, there's not really a surprise here to me
1: it was a surprise to me it, it, this was this was kind of similar to the Boston Indiana series in the east to me i thought utah actually had a chance to beat the rockets in a series um and it wasn't it wasn't as close as i thought it was going to be no. i mean obviously the, the the series ended 4-1 but um even a couple of the games you know they they were fairly competitive had 20
0: but, points 30 points yeah uh, I, I, I mean it was they there was there was some big losses in that in those four losses for the for the
1: they were competitive at yes. times yeah I think um Utah just didn't shoot the ball very well including Donovan Mitchell you know even when he had 30 or whatever it was the other night he had to shoot a ton of shots to get it Um but that so that you know when he's not shooting the when your best player is not shooting the ball well um and you don't have a ton of other shooters now you have a couple guys that can shoot and stuff but as a team when you don't shoot that well and the same thing no, happened i mean with the, Pacers. the
0: the two guys that really played the best basketball for them uh besides donovan mitchell was probably jay crowder and rudy gobert and neither of those guys are going to sit out there and, and you know throw jumpers up all day long those are Big fellas, back to the basket, going in at it. So, yeah, you got to have shooters in the NBA now. If you're not shooting the ball well, then you're not gonna win a playoff series. You might win some games in the regular season, but you're just not gonna win playoff series. And with Donovan Mitchell being the one guy who was really shooting and getting things going, I, I would say that uh, that was that was pretty much known what was gonna happen in my eyes.
1: Okay, so then.
0: So that's over. So so Gold. so here we so we got so we got Golden State versus the, versus the Rockets. Cuz I I know we keep saying that. We can let's, we can let's it's be gonna, it's let's it's just, gonna let's happen. just go. Let's just move on with it. It's, it's going to happen.
1: Um so you know, you can't talk about this matchup without talking about last year's matchup in the playoffs, right? Went seven games, the Rockets had them beat um and then missed whatever it was, 20 something straight three-pointers. Chris Paul was out the last game and they still just barely lost in game seven to the uh i'm taking the rockets the Are i'm you? taking the rockets
0: i'm taking the rockets uh i this is stupid but i just want to see i just want to see i just want to see somebody else in there i feel bad for saying that because i love i i just watched uh clay thompson's brother uh in columbus yesterday playing baseball and I love guys like Clay Thompson, and I love Steph Curry, and KD's an all-right guy. Draymond Green's a ding-dong. I don't know, man. It's, uh, it's tough for me, but I'm going, I'm going Houston. I think James Harden uh, doesn't let this one get away. He goes crazy. I, Chris Paul is still one of the most crafty uh, human beings to ever walk the face of the earth. So I love that dude. He's still one of the best ball handlers, best passers in the league. I'm, I'm going with him.
1: Okay, I'm not. I know you're not. I'm going with Golden State. I'm
0: pretty sure I picked Golden State to win the whole thing, but I'm changing (laughs) it all up now.
1: That's okay, you can change it up. Changing Um, it up. Okay, so Golden State, is. I just think they're going to know how they need to play. I think they're going to know how hard they need to play to win this series, and I think they're just going to do it because I think that's – we talked a little bit last week about if you don't – play as hard as you can for so long through an entire regular season um, and you lose games because of that you can get too too familiar with that level of intensity and then it can hurt you but I just think that they can turn it on as long as they're shooting the ball as long as they're shooting the ball well Golden State's gonna gonna beat them and they're just gonna do the same thing they've done for the last five years and
0: I don't know if they're gonna be that well if they're going to do that well and just do the same old thing but i'm i, I no i'm still doing it i'm going with it i'm sticking with my sticking i'm sticking with, the with the him i can't even i really don't like james harden that much either to be honest with you <laughs> as a human being or person the guy kind of annoyed me didn't he have somebody like hire people to beat somebody up or something like that oh i don't know an ex-basketball player's son or something wow i don't, know. You don't remember I don't... that he had some strip he was in the strip club and he had some girl texting some a bunch of hooligans to go beat some dude up, and they were all watching the video while they were at the club. Wow! Oh, you gotta look that bad boy up. Y'all look that up. James Harden, there. the the Godfather <laughs>
1: the god, of Houston. Yeah. Right. Um, it was a
0: is an ex Houston. It was a it was a Houston like a, a famous Houston Rockets son. I can't think of it. Doesn't matter. Hakeem. That no, wasn't a Keem's boy. That would have that would have drawn a little bit more attention. Uh, all right, so let's get on. So 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 we both think that. All right, so Portland Trailblazers and OKC just finished their series. Damian Lillard walks off last second, three drops it, waves goodbye to my boys on the bench, which I am good with. Like I said, look, I just did what I just did. I. It, I just won the game. I hit a thirty-five footer with no time left. I feel like you. I feel like you got a little. You can have a little swag, right? I feel I'm good with it. You know how I feel about this swag. You don't. I, I want to know what you think about waving, waving goodbye directly at OKC's bench after it happened.
1: It. I was so impressed with the play and the shot, and I. I continue to forget about how good Damian Lillard is?
0: Everybody in the world does. I do. Everybody does. And then
1: every time I see him play, I'm like, oh, my gosh, why is this guy not talked about as a top five player in this league? And we saw that again this series, and he was the closer again. Uh, It reminded me of the shot he made a few years ago. 50 points. That gave him 50, and it it knocked down a 37-footer with Paul George another guy who might be the defensive player of the year yep. right in his face and uh and and then yeah he did and, and look I like I still haven't
0: got how you feel about the wave.
1: I like a lot better if you if you are respectful and you pretend like um it, it just it's so like if you're classy about if you dominate or you make some incredible play and you're classy about it and you just act like okay that's cool you know, like, and you just act cool about it. He just that. hit I, the game winner to clinch a series. I love You're... that so much better than what he did. But
0: so, what about Michael Jordan when he jumps up and fist bumps? And he fist he pumps jumps and...
1: up and fist pumps. In in Michael Jordan was one of the worst trash talkers in the world. Too. He didn't do that in anybody's face or to rub it in anybody's face. That was totally different things. He wasn't waving at anybody. He didn't get in anybody's face. He didn't do any of that kind he of stuff. He didn't
0: get in anybody's face. He just he just waved goodbye. Just told him it's time to go. Get out my get get out of here. If, if head okay. on home. And you're you're or no or they in, no yeah. You're tra- you're trash talking and that's you know
1: what. I understand it's you, part I of the feel game. excitement, man. If you don't have excitement but, after you did something, I know I exactly know, what know, we know, just know, talked know. about. You can have excitement and be excited about what you just did without rubbing it in somebody's face, without, without boasting about it. Here's the it.
0: deal. So, so Lillard said it best. They asked him exactly why, who and why he was waving after he made that shot. And I, 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 he said it best. They all sat there and watched Russell Westbrook rock the baby, telling him he's too small when he drives in on him. And they won one game and were running their mouth after game, was it game three that they won? I think that OKC won or something like that. And Lillard said, I, We listened to them all running their mouth after that game, running their mouth during the games. Nobody said anything. We said we'd wait till we get our fourth. And that's what they did. You're Especially to me, especially if you got a team that is running their mouth at you and you've been good all series long about keeping your mouth shut and then you just you just beat them on a last second three to clinch the 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 series yeah you do whatever you want now
1: okay so they didn't they didn't keep their mouth shut if if OKC was running their mouth all series Portland was not not running their mouth. Through.
0: Okay, but it wasn't it wasn't nearly it wasn't Damian Lillard. That's for sure.
1: It was. I I just saw a video of him, of him telling Westbrook on the way down after after Lillard scored. I don't remember which game it was, but I just saw a video short shortly before I came over here of him <laughs> telling Westbrook as Westbrook is bringing the ball down and Lillard's guarding him, quit running away from this blank whooping. And he was saying that because Westbrook continued to switch on the pick and roll because every every play starts with the pick and roll. He continued just to switch, and then Lillard would score, and then he told him, you're running away from this. <laughs> from I this love it. Whooping. That's just normal trash talk, though. It is. That's not is. doing this. Was, rocking the I baby was, yeah. and
0: screaming, "He's too small.
1: And He's I, too." I, Russell Wilson. I kind of, I kind of dug that one a little bit. I kind of. I like that a little. That's uh, kind of cool. But anyway, but still, I still love. I'm still always going to root for and like the guy more who doesn't say anything, who just outplays you, is better than you and doesn't have to beat his chest, pull his jersey aside to show you how big his heart is after he makes a shot. Jay Crowder. The three-arrow, the I, I a guy who plays and plays really well. You're so old. A guy who plays Such and plays an really man. well, and and I agree with that. Uh, but I, I'm i just always going to, to root for the guy who's classier about it and who acts like he has been there before. It's just easier for me to root for because it's so much more endearing than the than the current culture of uh, of, of beating your chest. I just and, hate. And I don't understand pointing what, at yourself. Why are you not? Why are you not allowed to
0: celebrate something you did?
1: There's a difference between professional sports
0: are so difficult
1: that when you do something, why? What? Well, why is it? You can celebrate. You can celebrate when it's about. When it's about putting down the other guy and 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 putting yourself, what is a three arrow putting front?
0: down the other guy? Well, I didn't. That that's not specifically or or but pointing you, at your heart or. But or you don't have to pointing at yourself. That's not showing somebody else up. Rocking the baby, telling somebody they're too small after you make a basket. Is, then that is one hundred percent absolutely. But but what's what do wrong you with have
1: to make? You it's you're you're grabbing attention for what you just did. Yeah.
0: Cause it's tough what I just did, and I and, and some people get up on that. It makes them play better. That excitement, that adrenaline, gets pumping. If that's what it takes for you to get high on this game and start and play well, some people that's what they need. They need a burst. They need they need to get themselves up some way. I enjoy it. Get up. Get excited. You Michael, do something good. Michael didn't do that. Oh, Larry Baloney.
1: didn't do that. Hakeem didn't do that. David Robinson didn't do that. Larry Johnson Wilton was the most disrespectful human
0: being on a court. Larry Johnson. Larry Johnson. Larry Bird was the most disrespectful person on a court. He looked right at you, tell you what he's going to do, and then do he, it, he, and then tra- tell you how, tell you why, why weren't you there? Why, he
1: trash talked and he he told coaches why in the world would you put this guy on me? He did that, that stuff yeah. absolutely. Yeah, and and that, yeah, just as bad, it, it, in some cases. Uh, now cases. it's just some cases because it's your no, idols in, in that did cases, it. In some cases, but he's But now not, we
0: bring it back into these young folks, and they do the same thing, but he's and talking. now it's everything.
1: He's talking. He's not.
0: It's a show now. It's just what it's, it is. Right, but it's I, a don't, show. I
1: I want it to be the sport. I want it to be it's about. It's still the sport. I want it to be about the competitive greatness because you worked so hard, and you did, and you achieved something. You achieved and, it. And then, if you, and then if you behave like a classy individual and not, not look how, but you know, our president does that now. That's why everybody hates him. Look, you know, I disagree with this person or I'm in, I'm in a contest with this person. So they are the scum of the earth and I want everybody to know that. And I am the greatest thing to ever be made by God. And that's the, that's like the culture right now. And it's, it's accepted. It's being accepted more and more. You're talking about it how much you like it. A lot of people are. The bat flip stuff and all of that, it's, it is I, more I of a show. I don't think that has anything
0: to do with with telling somebody they're the scum of the earth and I'm the greatest thing in the entire world.
1: And that's an overstatement. I overstated that. But but to to have to draw more attention to yourself for what you just did and put another person down that you just defeated On a a single play or in a game or whatever, to have to draw attention to you winning and that person losing, to have to do things, make motions or talk about it in the media or whatever, about how much better you are than that person or this guy was trash talking me, so now I'm going to bash him because I beat him. I'd like
0: to know how many, how much of this was done back in the day that we just didn't know about because afterwards at a press conference, nobody saw or heard the press conference afterwards. I wonder how much no, of this stuff were, happened before back the in the time. day. Yeah, but but it's not thrown on every, on every platform and it's not in your face whenever somebody says, back then people said, yeah, they sucked, we kicked their ass, kicked their butt, pardon my language, we kicked their butt, and, and it was just, yeah, you're right, you did, and they move on. Now... You say stuff, and, oh, my God, it's everywhere. Oh, my gosh, look what he said. Oh, my gosh, he did this. Oh, my gosh, he said that. Can you believe that?
1: Oh, my God! It was more, and you're right. I mean, the, the let these more, dudes play. more media, well, then play. Then play. They, do play. It's, it's, they do play. They do play, and when partially- they do well,
0: let these dudes do their thing. They're the ones out there doing it. They do what they want to do. Times change. Back in the day, Babe Ruth, Babe Ruth used to call a shot. Tell me that's not the most disrespectful thing once. in the world. Whatever, that's disrespectful. I'm just, I'm, in your terms, if it was your terms, you would be saying that's disrespectful. I'm showing
1: you up by telling you what I'm about to do. It's little, Babe Ruth. A little, little bit of a difference between doing it before you hit it and then hitting it or doing something afterwards. That, I don't there's know. a difference there to uh, me, but okay. anyway, either way, all I'm not a ba- I'm not a Babe Ruth fan anyway, so it doesn't matter. All like, I'm
0: saying is, I am totally good with if you are a professional, you're an athlete, it's your sport, you're in the game, you do your thing.
1: Chris, who is going to win the Denver Nuggets San Antonio Spurs <laughs> series?
0: <laughs> this could go on forever. I think you're you're getting at that. You're done with it. You're saying no. You're I just done. we
1: need to we need to move on because we got a lot to talk about. Okay, tonight. all right.
0: So uh, yeah, I, I'm going to go with um uh I, you know. This is tough. I like the, you. You you know you you. I know who you're rooting for. You're rooting for the classy Spurs that don't talk or say anything ever. Even though Greg Popovich might be one of the one of the meanest human beings to to sideline reporters in the world, but that's okay. You can love that because that's your guy. That's your guy. So you love that guy who shows everybody up every time he put the microphones put in front of him. You love that guy, but don't love anybody else. So you pick and choose what uh you know how you're gonna win your argument. Anyway. I absolutely <laughs> do pick and choose. I absolutely do. <laughs> Everybody does. That's how you that's how you that's how you try to prove a point in an argument. It's okay. Uh anyway, so yeah, I'm going with Denver. I'm 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 looking at my boys, uh my my three arrow, my three arrow, uh Jamal, Mur- Jamal, Jamal Murray Jamal Murray. And uh, I'm I'm taking him. I'm only taking them because I want to see as many three arrows <laughs> as I possibly can tomorrow night. I hope well, Jamal
1: Murray drops fifty. He's playing fantastic. It's a lot of fun to watch uh, Nikola Jokic play. I am rooting for the Spurs. I'm a Spur, I'm wearing a Spurs shirt yep. right now. I just realized that. Um, but they, you know, Denver's up three two. They're going to uh, to San Antonio for Game Six. And then they got to go back to uh, to Denver for Game 7, if there is a Game 7. Because Game 7 is in Denver, and because they're already up 3-2, I think I'm taking Denver to finish off the series at some wow. point. I okay. hope it goes 7. Sure. And I still I, I want to see the Spurs win. I think I'm going to take Denver, though. Um, which means, so, I don't even know if we want to talk about this yet because it's not a guarantee like the, like the Warriors series is. But, so, Portland – if Portland and Denver is the matchup, do you take Portland or Denver in that? At,
0: th- at this moment in time, at this moment in time, with the way that we that this era of of sports goes, Damian Lillard and the Portland Trailblazers are the number one topic in everybody's mouth. So yeah, I'm taking after seeing what they just did, yeah, I'm taking I'm taking Portland. I don't care who they play.
1: I think I'm with you here because man, Portland is like in and, and, and they're missing Nurkic. And who's not who's going to be out for the rest of the playoffs? But even with him gone, it's I mean they just find ways to win. You know I mean Dame is awesome. C.J. McCollum is you know still one of the best shooters. He's pr- probably one of the more underrated guys in the be- league. Behind behind the
0: Warriors are the Portland. Does the Portland Trailblazers have the best uh uh shooting backcourt? Maybe in, in NBA history, can you think of any other NBA Ooh. team with Lillard? Take Lillard and, Lillard and McCollum and compare them to, can you think of anybody out there that had a better backcourt shooting-wise? Besides the Warriors, obviously. Nobody will ever come anywhere near Clay Thompson and Steph Curry. But nobody knows C.J. McCollum. The kid is a terrific shooter. Damian Lillard proved it to you the other night that, dude, he's just a scorer in general. Mm-hmm. Shooting-wise is there a better duo in nba history i can't think of any in history back in the day nobody shot threes like that so really really you got to say in the past 15 years
1: yeah i'm trying to think even into the 80s you know when the three point line was around they they course, still weren't right.
0: shooting i mean magic johnson went a whole season without making a three or, or i think he yeah, well, made he three was, threes or something like that he was
1: never a shooter I, yeah but well, i
0: know but as a point guard
1: right um if yeah. you had well, a point guard a that did that much now much more conventional point yeah. guard but
0: yeah um even if you were the most conventional point guard, you're taking three threes a game now.
1: <laughs> you know, I, uh, I'm i trying to think if Del Curry and Glenn Rice played together on the Hornets, but Glenn Rice probably would be considered. I a would consider three.
0: him more as a three or four.
1: So backcourt, I'm trying to think. Mark Price and. Uh, but he really kind of. Uh, Mark Price and. I don't know Craig ELO, I guess. So I don't really. Yeah, it.
0: you got to take that out because I wouldn't tell put you, ELO in in that situation. I'll tell you
1: who is really probably pretty underrated as a shooting backcourt, and you could even probably talk about the other guy, John Stockton and Jeff Hornacek. You could talk about those guys as yeah. terrific, I, terrific. I don't think shooting. Of, I don't court. think of Stockton as a shooter. Look up his numbers.
0: I I, I I'm not going to do it he right now, is, but I right. and I probably won't do it ever. But I believe you. <laughs> I'll do it for you. buddy. <laughs> I will do it for you uh, because
1: I'll probably be doing it anyway. Yep. Uh,
0: but anyway, it's going to be in your mind. I don't so know. So anyway, I'm sorry. I apologize to come off of that. So
1: no, no, that's it's.
0: So you're taking Portland as well.
1: I think I'm going to take Portland. Yeah. All it, right. It it would be fun to see Portland and uh and Golden State in the Western Conference Finals. That would finals. be a
0: blast. That would be
1: fun. All right. So real quick.
0: Swipe left, swipe right. Can you uh swipe left, swipe right, you can name ten players better than Damian Lillard.
1: Uh jeez. Well, I mean that would be up for debate. I mean you could debate some of the guys that I would name. Um okay. I could name, swipe
0: left, swipe right, Damian Miller's top ten player in the NBA. Swipe right. Okay. Definitely if I would have asked you that it, swipe left, swipe right. If I had asked you that same question two weeks ago, you would have said
1: swipe left. I don't think so. It, it's just he impresses me more every time I see him play. I got gotcha. you. But he is a top ten player, for sure, for sure. Um,
0: He's legit. But he plays in Portland, so sorry about your luck. <laughs>
1: All right. I hope he stays there, man. i like to see those nondescript teams yeah, Get Milwaukee. Yeah, let's have them, but, let's
0: have a Milwaukee Portland oh. uh finals and nobody in the rest of the country will
1: watch. They would be insane if they didn't they watch that. They would be, but I'm just telling up. you nobody's
0: going to watch that. Nope, there's the the average person's not even going to care about that.
1: That's why they're only average. That's a,
0: <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> the super fan like you though, <laughs> when Damian Lillard, when Damian Lillard or when 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 flies down and, and takes three dribbles from underneath the basket to the other basket to the other side of the court and dunks it to win the game with no time left on a clock. Adams gonna be jumping up and down screaming in his living room, but nobody's going to hear him. So it's not disrespectful. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> cheering. I'm not going to heaven forbid you get excited about something. anybody about uh, it. Uh, heaven forbid somebody gets excited about what they do. <laughs> oh my gosh. I just did something pretty sweet. Oh, duh. I apologize for getting excited about that. It was pretty cool, wasn't it? Oh, careful how cool it is.
1: Don't Don't tell me how cool that was. You know what's really cool? What's cool? Training personally with Peggy Edwards. Yeah, it is. Chris, no matter what your fitness level is, if you're a beginner, if you're an intermediate workouter, like I would consider myself, if you're an advanced workouter, like I would consider you, if you'd like to be challenged and want the benefit of working out with a personal trainer, but don't want to pay for a personal trainer, don't want to pay a hundred bucks an hour, eighty bucks an hour, whatever it is for a personal trainer, check out training personally with Peggy Edwards. Training Personally is interval circuit training for all levels with a personal trainer, Peggy Edwards. Yep. At your pace, on your time. Peggy Edwards keeps workouts safe. She keeps them fresh. She keeps them fun. Find Peggy Edwards training personally with Peggy Edwards on Facebook. Yep. I believe she's on Instagram. I I don't even know what Instagram
0: is. She is most (laughs) – you liar. (laughs) She is
1: most certainly on trainingpersonally.com. Check her out. She's awesome,
0: and she's also family. So there you go.
1: That's right. All
0: right. Swipe left,
1: swipe right. You got it. What do you got? Stretching your calves on the cement base of the gas pump while you are pumping gas. Swipe right
0: every single time. Every single time. You know why? Because my legs get tight.
1: Mine are always tight.
0: I I can't bend over and touch my toes. So any muscle from my ankle to my gluteus maximus
1: is always tight. I can't. Uh, Same. My hamstrings are eternally tight. My calves are eternally tight. Yep. There's no, there's no better way to stretch your calves than, and no like better that. time to stretch your calves so than, true. than, than doing it on the base of the gas pump. So true. If you're not, if you're pumping gas and you're not doing that, you're doing it wrong.
0: You're pumping gas wrong. I think I have to agree with you on this i uh I can't think of any other way i mean the it's probably the best way to if you're if you're on your way to probably training personally and you know it's gonna be a lag day probably a good idea to get gas stop and get gas stretch stretch, your a good legs stretch out. out i agree hundred percent hundred percent what else you got? you got another one over there um i do i'm gonna save it all right all right uh swipe left swipe right. we've talked about this so many times <laughs> swipe left swipe right uh going to a reds going to a baseball game by yourself
1: uh swipe right
0: have you done it before i have done it yeah so i just did it yesterday and it was it was pretty fun uh went to a minor league baseball game in columbus the columbus clippers uh sat down it was dime a dog day they had hot dogs for
1: 10 cents you got to love minor league baseball 10 cent hot dogs I'll tell you what, I'm the not Columbus kidding. Clippers was one of the games that I've been to by myself. There you go. I went on like a four-day minor league baseball trip by myself once. Why not? That sounds like fun. So the, there was literally a grown
0: man in front of me, and he had 50 cents in his hand. And he went up <laughs> oh. and got five hot dogs and Gross. gave the lady 50 cents. You could only get five at a time. Five was the max. That's it, huh? That was all. That's all they let you do uh, (laughs) at a time, although you could go back multiple times. Uh, I I refused to get five hot dogs by myself. I thought that sounded a little insane. That's excessive. Yeah, so uh, I got three and three. Uh, (laughs) But that's all right. It is what it is. Um, Anyway, uh, I was going to leave the game earlier, and I did. However, I never went to my seat. I st- stood around the uh, the outside. They got a little bar rail all the way around the outside. And I was so lucky to have sat down next to... Not sat down. To stand next to three people, two men and a woman, that I almost lost my mind listening to these people. Give us a little taste. All right. So, uh, man, if... I- Okay, where to start? So what was the first one? Uh, I don't know what the first one was, but I'll tell you the one that got on my the, the one that got me started and really got annoyed with was there's a man on first base. there's a pop-up, which, by the way, minor league baseball. can anybody in the infield catch a pop-up? Because there was like six pop-ups, and four of them fell in fell through. Wow, in the infield. And it was not even close. Like, they, like there's a couple of them where people weren't even close. This was one of them. Man on first. One out. Ball is sky high in the air, in the infield. First baseman takes about five steps in front of the bag. He's looking up at it. The second baseman's even with the baseline, basically. He's looking at it. And they both let the ball drop in between them. Runner on first. They then pick the ball up. Throw it to the second base. Runner on first is out. The batter's now on first base. This guy's going, "Hmm, I wonder why they didn't call uh infield fly rule." Well, one, because it's not <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, at the just the end of it. So he's trying he's talking to her and and she's like, "Oh, yeah, is that a rule?" "Yes, it's a rule." "Yeah. Yeah, sometimes sometimes they call infield fly. Sometimes." That's how he's explaining to her. Sometimes <laughs> oh. yeah, they just whenever the umpire feels like it, <laughs> he then said the judgment call. <laughs> the reason that it wasn't called is because somehow the umpires knew that the fielders knew that the guy who was running to first was slower. So they dropped it on purpose <laughs> so they could throw out the guy at second base. This isn't, this isn't, uh you know men 's slow pitch softball where you might try to pull some scam like that. this is professional baseball no the it was oh my gosh so i'm 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 two feet away from these people, and I didn't say anything. It was That's, so hard that blows me away, oh my God, that it was blows so me hard away. if somebody else was there with me, I would have said something <laughs> i couldn't have done it because. I would have had to say something because I have to tell that person next to me what's going on on the other side of me. So, therefore, I would have said something. Now, I did not I did not say anything. Uh, they, they, they also said some stuff about CGI, uh, uh, Game of Thrones. Any Game of Thrones boobs you see aren't real. <laughs> They're all CGI, which I don't know how that works. I don't even know what CGI really even is, but I, to, it sounds like it's some kind of fake thing. Computer generated, yeah. There you go. I don't think any of them were. Um, that's uh, what. What was the other one? There was one other. There was one that started the whole thing. Oh, there was another one. So these are obviously Columbus people. So you know, now that Odell Beckham Jr. is in Cleveland, now all of a sudden they're o- Odell Beckham Jr. fans. So they, you know, you become an apologist for the guy for your team. <laughs> so Odell Beckham Jr. the other day went on a Twitter rant uh, for whatever, and she says, "What did you guys think about?" Odell Beckham's Twitter stuff guy goes, ah, overblown media overblown. No, sometimes it is. Mm -hmm. She says, do you think that he's, that he's a drama queen? He's not a drama queen. The media, the media makes him out to be that way. No, no. Odell Beckham (laughs) Jr. Is probably the second biggest drama queen in the entire NFL behind behind Antonio 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 Brown. Brown. I did, but, but because this dude, if if that guy was still in New York, he'd have been like, yeah, that was crazy. That dude's a, that dude's a, that dude's a weirdo. No, no, he plays for Cleveland. I I can't, you you gotta be able to say, look, Puig's, Puig's a psycho. I can tell you that right (laughs) now. I'll tell you, he is, he's crazy. And there are things he does that probably piss everybody off, but you know, it is what it is. Anyway, it was just fun. It was fun to sit down. Oh, I know what the other one was. So then the section that we're sitting behind is empty. Everybody else, uh, there there was 22 people in this section. Every other section's got hundreds of people in it. Trying to figure out what's going on over here. The, the, uh, uh, most, uh, the Adam Schmidt was the usher. Adam <laughs> Schmidt was the usher for this aisle because I he like was, this guy. he, he was walking down to people sitting in the section asking to see their tickets (laughs) there's dude there's literally 340 seats in this section (laughs) 20 of them are filled there's nobody there and he's walking with these random people with nobody around him can i see your ticket uh sir you're over there (laughs) well let the dude sit down it's a minor league baseball game on a tuesday night and there's nobody here what are you doing
1: that's that's crazy that is crazy. I'm all about following the rules. I'm yeah. all about doing the right thing. In that situation, come on, man. If there's nobody else around, there's no chance. And and, and was this early in the game? Was it later oh, in no, the game? Oh, no, dude. This was like the sixth inning. This is so, like the fifth or sixth inning. He's so down there kicking point, people out. At this point, nobody else you're is coming. not getting people no.
0: coming in late. Nobody else is coming, brother. It's done. It's over. If anything, everybody's leaving now because – it literally I left 3 hours into that game. I left at 9:30. It was in the 7th inning. Gosh. Uh, the worst thing in the entire world. It was Because it, nobody could catch a fly nobody ball. Nobody could catch in a daggone field. fly ball. Anyway, one other thing, if you're going to a game, please, please. I don't know how hard it is. There's giant numbers, huge numbers that tell you what section is in front of you. How in God's name are you people walking up in front of a sign, literally sign is, 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 is eight feet in the air. So it's three feet above your head, two and a half feet above your head. It's right there. You're staring at it, looking at the number that says 22. And you look at the usher and say, uh, is this, is this my section? I'm in section 37. (laughs) Are you kidding
1: me? How do people
0: not know how to find their seat at a sporting event? I don't understand that. How did a per- I,
1: How did a person like that get to the game? I don't know how they got to the game,
0: but I see it all the time. You see it all the time. People people can't find their section. Like it's not like they got like section 1 and then section like 11 and then 506 and that's like how they did it. No, it's 1 2 3 4 5 6 7 101,
1: 103
0: how, I don't understand.
1: Now, I've been to stadiums, ballparks, arenas, where the signage is a little weird or placed in, a, in an odd space or something like that, and and you're in one section or the other right next to each okay, other. Okay, I'm cool with that. If I walk that up can and I'm be like, confusing is, is
0: this 101 or is this 102? Uh, I'm a, right. One of these is, but and there's no sign. Sometimes the sign's on the other side. I mean, honestly – Look up and look around you. You'll probably figure it out in less than a minute what section is what on your own. But if you need if you know you're at the right spot, you're just either left or right. Um uh whatever. I'm okay with that, I guess. But if
1: your ticket says section 101 and you're in section 326 looking for your seat, guess what? You're not going to get there very fast. It's going to take you a while. You need to to. I don't
0: understand do, it. Do something. Read a book or something. Cause. I don't. I don't know if they'd be able to read a book because they obviously <laughs> can't even tell time or know numbers. <laughs> I just don't understand how, in God's name, you can do that. It's it's so. Uh, hey, but I see it all the time. It happens all the time. But this guy walked up literally at this game, and he's he's where I'm on I'm on the third base side behind the third base dugout, and he says. And, and they go one two three four five. I'm in 23. I was sitting behind 23. He was in section seven. It's <laughs> it's the first base side of, of the dugout. What are you looking at? Like what brought you to this
1: usher in this section to ask that question? I don't understand that. Because the guy in section 14 said you're over there, and then he's like he's going to go to every usher until he gets to section seven. Oh my seven. god! You don't understand? Like 14
0: like behind home plate. He was closer <laughs> like he Hey, dude, which way do I go? I'm you're over there. You then you went the wrong way. <laughs> now you can't tell time, you can't read numbers. Do you read numbers? You can't you can't see numbers. You you don't know your left from your right, leave the game or get away from me because I I don't know. Maybe stay by me cause it'll give me another story to tell and give me something to <laughs> make think me about. feel a lot
1: better about myself.
0: I'm I'm I am not the smartest human being in the world and I'm not very good at anything, but geez, old Pete,
1: come on. Okay. So you went to this game by yourself. Great move. You were, you were traveling for work and you had a night on your own to, to do something. That was a great move. Um, Would you say you've gone to most baseball games in your life with your dad? I would say, yeah, one hundred more often than anybody yeah, else.
0: We, yeah, we had season tickets for a couple years to the Reds, and it was just me and him all the time.
1: So there's something about sports, especially about baseball, that that brings fathers and sons together a lot, and it's fun. Sure. One of the, my favorite things about the Major League Baseball draft every every year is that we see the sons of players that we watched. It's pretty depressing actually sometimes because it makes Start me feel, feel so much older. Old. Yeah. But players yeah. that we grew up watching or we knew about around the time that we were kids. Um, their sons are being drafted every year, somebody else's son. Going into, so this past offseason, going into this season, probably the two biggest, the two highest ranked prospects in baseball were the sons of former players, Fernando Tatis Jr. Yep. And Vladimir Guerrero Jr. We have two things on consecutive days. So last night, April 23rd, the 20th, Anniversary. Can of, you believe it's been that long?
0: No, I it's can't. 20
1: years. Fernando Tatis Sr. hit two grand slams in one inning. I, will, I remember that. Uh, I, I remember
0: that happening.
1: For, I, I remember sitting on the couch at my mom and dad's house when that happened. For, for people who are listening to this podcast or maybe watching right now on Facebook Live, let me say it one more time. Listen carefully. Two grand slams by the same person. In one inning of play. One inning. Now, that's pretty insane. That has never happened before, has not happened since. Will it ever happen again?
0: I hope it does, and I hope it's Fernando Tatis Jr. Because Would that, that be amazing? Is, that dude's a stud, and if there's somebody that could do it, it'd be him. Or Vladimir Guerrero Jr.
1: Who, by the way, this afternoon, uh, it, was, it was reported that he is being called up. It's finally. about time. Finally, I don't understand why they, this one took so long, and it's been past the time that his service time not past be that affected. service time deal. Um, they've just been waiting. He hit another home run last night, so maybe that was it. Maybe that was the straw. Like, and, oh my gosh, this guy's gonna break every record in the minor leagues. We better get him out of there. <laughs> I will tell you what, he is. So of course, Vladimir Guerrero Senior. We are both big fans of Vladimir Guerrero Senior. Love him, who is entering the Baseball Hall of Fame this summer um and it'll be really cool that that's going to happen during his son's rookie season everybody's expecting vladimir guerrero jr to have as good or better a career as his hall of fame father that's insane so you get you don't see
0: stuff like that very often you see kids that were better than their dads that happens a lot but a guy who's a hall of famer to have his son being thought of as not being thought of. He's the number 1 prospect in all of Major League Baseball. Yes, he is. So, I mean, it's I mean, there's something there. The dude's a stud. He's going to be a stud. But I could see him, I mean, you could see this guy almost being like a, a an Albert Pujols and if that's the case, there's not very many people that have had better careers than a guy like like Vladimir Guerrero, but, you know, Pujols or someone of that nature, if this kid, if his son can be as good is advertised by far this takes over your Ken Griffey Jr Ken Griffey Sr wow. it takes over your i mean I i mean I feel like that's pretty it's pretty automatic right i mean take the seniors into into just start with the seniors Bobby Barry and Bobby Bonds take the seniors mm-hmm. Barry Bobby Bonds great hitter uh uh Ken Griffey Sr good hitter good base runner mm-hmm. uh good defender None of them are even close, or in the same category. They're five categories away from Vladimir Guerrero Senior. Okay. And the Suns, if this kid can can do what they say he's gonna be, that's where it comes in. That's
1: where it comes into play. Something that I thought was really interesting was through a thousand fifty five at bats. So this goes back to about a week, week and a half ago. Um, through or, uh, actually a couple weeks ago. Through thousand fifty-five minor league at bats, Vladimir Guerrero Senior and Junior's stats were almost identical, which was really wow. interesting to see. Vladimir Guerrero Sr. in thousand fifty-five at bats, two hundred and eighty-five games in the minor leagues, three hundred forty-three average, forty-five home runs, 184 RBIs, 95 walks, 115 strikeouts. Vladimir Guerrero Jr., 332 average, Forty two home runs to seniors forty five, two hundred six RBIs to seniors one eighty four, one hundred forty nine walks to seniors ninety five.
0: Well you know senior wasn't walking. <laughs> he was not walking. Vladimir Guerrero senior just walk wasn't in his was not in his vocabulary.
1: But 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 making contact may have been a little bit uh more of a strength for for senior because he struck out 115 times. Vladimir Guerrero Jr. In the same amount of at bats, struck out 137 times. Okay,
0: but that's also that's also a time period thing too, where where guys guys aren't just up there making contact. Vladimir Guerrero went up there and, and yeah, he swung out of his shoes most of the time. But when it came down to it, he was hit, he he just wanted to hit the ball. Uh, Every time he was up to bat, he wanted to hit the ball. Now all they want to do, not just hit the ball, they want to hit it out of the park. So they want to hit it as far as they possibly can. It doesn't matter if you strike out because, you know, sabermetrics and blah, 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 young people stuff.
1: (laughs) Young people stuff, which you know I am strongly opposed to, as you know. That's Um, a lie, by the way. That's a complete and total lie. I'm just kidding.
0: Loves him some sabermetrics.
1: Uh, uh, A little, a little.
0: I do I, I really enjoy them except for the ones that nobody has real ways of measuring. Like if I ha- if you got a guy, if you got if you have four different ways to calculate war, then I don't I don't want to know until we all use the same thing. Yeah. Don't tell me until we all use the same thing. If you're if you have you have just have a guy watching tape or something and, and he's deciding fielding whatever I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know
1: about that. I'm not, I'm not 100% into that. There's a lot of science and math involved in evaluating sports and evaluating athletes now, and it's, it's all pretty interesting, but I, I just don't love the people who are 100% about it because you still have the eye test. You still have traditional scouting methods, and I think a combination, a hybrid of those things are what really work the best. Sure. It, you can't you can't just rely on a math major from Harvard coming in who is not a baseball guy at all and, and evaluating just stare, at, stare
0: at a piece of paper and tell you who to draft. Right,
1: right, <laughs> right. It's gonna it's gonna work out some of the time, not a lot of the time. Most though. of
0: the time if he's looking at a piece of paper that's got some kind of crazy stats on it, it's probably the guy that I'm looking
1: at going, Oh my god, that dude's legit good. You need a combination. And by the way, speaking of crazy stats, Let's talk pitching. I'd like to talk pitching, but
0: before we talk pitching, mm-hmm. I'd like to tell you we just talked about Vladimir Guerrero a little bit and how he's going into the Hall of Fame. Uh, Cooperstown, uh, I've been to Cooperstown a couple times, never had a single mosquito bite. I don't think they use these guys, but Ohio Mosquito Control uh, is, is, is an unbelievable group of guys who come out. If you're in the Cincinnati area, they will make sure you don't get bitten by mosquitoes because they take care of them. All seven thousand four hundred and twenty-six species of mosquitoes will be taken care of by whatever they're spraying in your yard, and it's all some kind of fancy chemicals that don't hurt nothing and all that good stuff. So it's all, uh, you know, EPA safe. They're not just you know throwing some crazy stuff out there. Anyway, customers not just come putting first. Putting anthrax out there, yeah. Or basically, that's good. Uh, customers come first at Ohio Mosquito Control. If you're not completely satisfied with your treatment, just simply call them, uh, and within 16 days of your barrier treatment, they'll take care of you. Um, and, and either get you a respray at no charge or get you a 100% refund. That's how,
1: that's how much they know that it's going to work. Chris, I said this for the last couple weeks. I am pledging to you and to everyone listening to this podcast tomorrow, Thursday, April 25th, I will be calling Ohio Mosquito Control because I plan on having the. You come don't out even to have spray. to call.
0: If you go to ohio-mc.com, you can book your appointment online. You can go to Facebook and book your appointment online. They'll send you a nice email, a little text with your booking, tell you when they're going to be there, give you a couple-hour time frame that, that they'll be there between. Spray your art yard, take care of you, email you a, a bill, and you're good to go.
1: I taste like an ice cream sundae to mosquitoes. Ah, uh,
0: so you're a you're a, are you, you get the welts, you get the bad welts after you get bitters, just just I, itchy, scratchy.
1: No, I do. I get some welts and stuff. Yeah, my legs will be all
0: carved up for man. years. I'm, I'm telling you, for years, my kids got terrible, terrible welts from mosquito bites. Not for the past two years, thanks to Ohio Mosquito Control. Uh, at Ohio Mosquito Control, uh, they are the pest of the pest. Hey, Ohio-MC.com. <laughs> Okay, So tell me about crazy stats
1: while we're at it. Crazy stats. Uh, For a long time here, we got to see in Cincinnati, we got to see the hardest thrower in Major League Baseball when we had Aroldis Chapman as the closer for the Cincinnati Reds. He uh, threw the fastest recorded pitch in Major League history at 105 point so-and-so. Yep. He is no longer, as of last year really, he is no longer the fastest thrower in major league baseball now his record stands sure. <laughs> but consistent hard throwing jordan hicks how about this kid jordan hicks is a uh, gentleman out of the bullpen for the st louis cardinals now last year was his rookie season something amazing about this before I even start throwing out these numbers he ne- he has never played double a AA or triple a baseball he well he was drafted. He played in the minors for like a season or something like that, and then he, at 21 years old, made the big league club out of spring training. I last guess so,
0: because the dude throws. What is he average? Like one. He averages like 102 miles an hour, but he consistently throws 104.
1: Yes, he he threw so 104.2 is what he struck uh, the last guy out in to win their game on Monday. And that was the fastest pitch this season in who Major had, League Baseball. Who
0: had the who was who had the fastest pitch before that?
1: Uh, for this season, Jordan Hicks also <laughs> also had the. He has the second. He has the first and the second.
0: Okay, who was third?
1: Uh, third was a guy by the name of Jordan Hicks. All
0: right. So how many how 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 many how many fastest pitches is he in in the? Is he just like got the top twenty? Because nobody's throwing 104.
1: He may. I know for sure he has the top 10 fastest pitches this season in Major League Baseball. That's he impressive. also had the top, I believe, the top 10 fastest pitches in all of last year in Major League Baseball. Is there
0: any other kind of minutia, a uh, uh, crazy stat like that that really means nothing except that you throw hard? But it, but if that's you, like you want to talk about celebrating and pumping your chest out, like yeah. Come get you some of this, big boy. <laughs> well,
1: want, look, you know what's coming. One hundred and four at your chin. You know what's you know what's crazy is he throws that fast and it moves. Yeah, it, that's oh my gosh. He threw so in the game on Monday, he threw like four straight pitches at like one hundred and three or something like the one hundred and two, one hundred and three, and they showed the reaction after each one of those pitch, pitches of the st louis cardinals dugout and those guys are all like oh they're going crazy they're all they looking at it. each other and like heaven <laughs> they're all their jaws dropped and they're looking right. at the radar gun and they're laughing about it and they're like it's
0: like when chapman came here man when
1: we got chapman in
0: cincinnati that was such a big deal just you know to see it didn't matter what else he did you just he threw a pitch and you immediately looked out in the into left center field to see how fast it was. It was the only thing anybody cared about. I didn't I didn't care if he struck anybody out, walked him, hit him. I actually it was kind of funny a couple times you threw a ball behind somebody. Not on purpose though.
1: <laughs> Not without, gonna do this. Without, anyway without getting into that. <laughs> anyway, but
0: yeah it's it's a fun, it's a spectacle. Uh congratulations to the kid first off, young boy live arm. Uh, is this the kid that threw that 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 throws like a, a ninety-eight mile an hour slider.
1: Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that that that,
0: that that drops off the table and goes ninety eight like I'm you be you just walk away. Like literally somebody comes up and throws a ball ninety eight miles an hour and it moves a foot and a half. Yeah, see ya. I'm done.
1: I feel like when you throw one oh four you don't need a second pitch. <laughs> well, I don't know about that in Major
0: League Baseball. With these movement, guys, these guys right now. Look at look at Chapman. When Chapman got up there, days where it was like, oh my god, he got hit sometimes. Yeah, and no, when he, he got hit, he, he got hit hard. Yeah, but it's one of those things where the it, it, timing is so much in Major League Baseball that you get that timing down. I mean, it, it's amazing what hitters can do now. That there are hitters that consistently go up there, and just because you throw 98, 99 doesn't mean you're over-gassing anybody. Mm-hmm. There's a ton. I'd say 80% of baseball can hit that in their sleep now. So you've got to be that 104. Where does this go from here? So remember Nolan Ryan hit 100, and it was like the craziest thing in the world back in the late 80s, early 90s, whenever that was for that old man. Uh, when they first started 70s. really showing radar guns and yeah. and, and testing pitches because he probably threw harder than that when he was in Houston as a young buck. But uh, where does this go from here? Because now everybody throws 90, 98 to 100 miles an hour. You see it constantly. What where, where does it, It's got to end somewhere, right? Like the human arm can't physically go much faster, can't physically throw a ball much faster than that. Although they probably thought that back in the day, like, oh, my God, 100 miles an hour, there's no way – anybody will ever do that and now we got a guy throwing 30 pitches over 104 miles an hour
1: somebody's gonna throw 120
0: that's your thought by the time me and yeah. you are in the grave yep 120 miles an hour so
1: within the next three years for me um probably <laughs> uh yes yeah, i will take throw that one. bet i will take that bet right now I had ice cream for dinner again tonight, so Uh-oh. we'll see. Uh-oh. <laughs> um, Uh-oh. No.
0: Can't wait to hear what kind of dreams come tonight.
1: <laughs> I, I dream about ice cream, hopefully. There you go. Uh, no, but seriously, I don't know that somebody's going to throw 120, but I think it's going to keep increasing a little bit. I mean, we might see somebody get to 110 at some point. Everybody's faster and stronger constantly. Every every year almost, you see another guy that, you are, that we are – just mesmerized by their athletic ability, because we haven't seen anything like it before. We thought that with Russell Westbrook, now we're thinking about it with Giannis Antetokounmpo. It's you know it, it, same thing in baseball though. I mean, this kid is twenty, is throwing 104 miles an hour at 21 years old. That's crazy. You know, I mean, it, you're gonna you're gonna di- you know to what the
0: difference it. is though. You're gonna continue to see it, but uh, like you said, he's 21 years old. The thing is, is this kid's gonna learn how to pitch. And he's gonna knock a mile or two off his fastball to gain that control. Cause right now you're throwing it and just you don't know that thing's going. That thing's going up there. You know you've got a pretty good idea where it's gonna end up. But when you when you start throwing the ball that hard, you don't you. There's no, I just can't imagine there's any way you physically can have the the control that you need. Arados Chapman did it. Arados Chapman loved seeing that radar gun hit 103, 104. When it hit 105, he got it tattooed on his arm. Yep. So yeah, I think that's that's all crazy uh crazy good and fun, but Araldus Chapman to become a better pitcher really was throwing 101, 102, dropped a couple miles an hour off and had better control. I think that's what you'll end up seeing from this kid. I I think just because that seems to be the natural progression, but mm-hmm. you're still going to it still amazes me that there are so many people that consistently throw 100 miles an hour now.
1: Yeah. And and I think I I totally agree with you there. But it's just gonna be it's gonna be fun to keep seeing these young guys come up and throw one hundred four, one hundred five, one hundred six. Man, who's gonna hit one hundred seven? Who's
0: gonna take Chapman's record?
1: Yep. Um, it's it's gonna be it's always it's just always exciting to see the next best thing. You yeah. know what I mean? Um. So anyway, that's uh that's all I have. Now we covered. Our triple play. I guess we're just going with the. Name, I mean, triple I don't play. know the triple play of
0: Major League Baseball. It's. I mean, that's uh, nobody else has come up with anything better yet.
1: Something happened today in the Reds game.
0: Okay. Do we want to get? The- no, I don't want to do it. We don't want. No, to do No, I'm too annoyed. I'm too annoyed with people on Twitter. Might be the best time annoyed. to do it then. All right, here's the deal. So Chris Welch. So we. I get. a I get. A. I get a text from a from from a uh, our cousin Tyler out in California. Uh, goes to UCLA, does a radio show for UCLA radio called "The Cheap Seats" um, on uclaradio.com, Check it out. The it's it's a it's hilarious. It's fun. Uh, they he gets a little he's a little much of a a little a little a little bit of a uh, overbearing Reds fan. He's a Cincinnati Homer. He's a that's the word Homer's the word I was trying to find. Not overbearing. He's and, a Homer, and for we sure. love
1: him for that because he's born and raised in LA. As big a Reds fan or as big a Cincinnati sports fan as I know. Exactly. So that's great. So he sends us. By the way, every Wednesday at 8 o'clock. Every Wednesday, Uh, 8 o'clock Eastern
0: Eastern time, 5 o'clock Pacific. Uh, So he sends us a text, group text between the three of us. And it's our beloved Chris Welch, one of the nicest human beings you'll ever meet in your life hardly
1: has how you're setting this up
0: hardly has a bad thing to say about anybody has been to travels into uh third world world countries to talk to people's parents and and just you see he just he just has fun with what he does and he loves what he does he's been doing it for a long time and a guy takes a three second snippet uh a, a video with his phone pointed at his tv of of three seconds of Chris Welch saying something without having anything else that had to do with that whole conversation without hearing anything else Chris Welch said before or after the conversation I'm not even going to get into what he said or anything cuz cuz I don't want to make this any bigger than it is but this is what I want to say this is this now I'm getting excited you're starting to get me mad <laughs> you get a random person that doesn't know him doesn't know anything about him takes that three seconds where if you listen to the three seconds and yeah it makes it sound like he's making fun of someone for being poor which is not at all not even close to what he was actually doing when he had a five minute conversation on air but the three seconds that they snipped may have sounded like that he puts it out on twitter now you have hundreds and thousands of people commenting telling tweeting at the reds uh, at reds at major league baseball for this guy's head for to fire Chris Welch to get rid of he should not be doing games he's terrible well, one guy this is how this this is how ridiculous it is and how much these people don't know anything about anything that happened don't know who the guy is what he's doing one guy tweeted at reds And at ESPN. The game's not on ESPN. It's on Fox Sports. It's on Fox. Which in in Fox Sports, ESPN doesn't, or Disney doesn't own Fox Sports. They own the rest of Fox, but not the sports side of it. So no, no, don't tweet at ESPN. That just shows me even more that you have no clue what's going on. This guy's got, so this guy puts this tweet out and now hundreds and thousands of people are bashing one of the nicest people. And the guy was actually saying, he wasn't saying any, I don't, I'm not getting into what he said because I don't want to start anything more because there's so much to it. Don't go on Twitter. Don't read what all these trolls got. To, uh, trolls. Now I'm talking like one of these idiots. Don't read anything they got to say. It's it's ridiculous. I'm done with Twitter. I'm off of it. I can't. I almost, like, I can understand why people sit there and just bash people all day. Because it's easy. I could sit there and have bashed a hundred people and tweeted back at a hundred people for how stupid they were on their tweets that they had to say and how they were misinformed and weren't even talking about what was actually going on in the conversation I could have done that but I didn't you know why because I'm a grown man <laughs> I have better things to do than find three seconds out of a conversation some guy had and try to get him fired I, I would like to put a microphone in front of you for four hours a day and I bet I come up with something and then I'm going to tweet at you I'm just going to sit here and go back in all your tweets you've ever tweeted and I'm going to wait until I find one thing and then I'm going to tweet that at your employer and try to get you fired nah man come on I don't even know you. You don't know. Come on. Oh, so I'm, I'm so irritated at people on Twitter.
1: (laughs) Um, that was so entertaining for me. I don't even know where to go with this now. Uh, (laughs) I feel like we can't, you, you can't go on that rant without actually saying what happened. No,
0: I can because you can relate you this can. to anything that happens on Twitter. It doesn't have right. to be this situation. I don't need to tell you what was said or what wasn't said because I don't want to bring it up. I don't want to bring it up for Chris Welch. No, because the millions of people that listen to this podcast, you can look it up if you want to look it up. I don't care. All I'm saying is this stuff happens all the time. I hate Twitter. I hate immediate reaction. I don't hate Twitter because I enjoy the, 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 there are some good things you can get from it, especially like when the draft is this weekend, I'll be on Twitter a lot, paying attention to the NFL draft. Cause God knows I'm not going to sit and waste all my day watching, mm-hmm. waiting for people to come up and talk into a microphone on a podium. I'm not doing that. Right. Why so, would
1: you ever sit there and watch people talking to a microphone? That's yeah, crazy. I do it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, Yeah.
0: Now that I say that <laughs> anyway, uh, I just don't have time for it and I'm not going to do it, but there are so many people in and, and, and one thing that 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 somebody said was was uh probably nothing will probably happen. It's just a bunch of loud people on Twitter no that's not loud that's not loud people on Twitter that's a bunch of quiet little god, there are so many words that I want to use that but we try We've to stay really well age so appropriate far. We try <laughs> to stay age appropriate on here, but it, it's that th- th- that that sit behind their little keypads and they're their boards and they think that, oh my gosh, did you see what that person, that that some guy I don't even know posted something about somebody they don't know? Did you see what they said? Oh, I'm going to call him out and tell tell everyone in the world how terrible he is. Because what? Because that makes you a better person? No. Chances are if you're out there saying all this crap about somebody and trying to get people fired and trying to do all this stuff. To, to, to act like you're calling somebody out on Twitter, guess what? You're probably a hundred times worse in real life. Probably. Um, we Fake. See Stupid. Oh, so, we,
1: we, we see this kind of stuff all the time, and it, and it is a lot, of, a lot of times on Twitter. It's not Twitter's fault. but now, it I'm is not people. blaming Twitter. No, I know. I yeah. mean,
0: I kind of blame Twitter because, <laughs> I mean, somebody's got to be to blame, right? So let's be like all the people on Twitter and blame
1: Twitter. That's it's, what we
0: should do. I'm blaming
1: Twitter. But that's the same thing that you, that you don't like. That exactly. That doing. was the point. All right, 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 right. So <laughs> so it's just a, a medium for people to, to voice their opinions. And a lot of times, unfortunately, they are, like we've, we've talked about several times, the immediate overreaction. Oh, my God. The, immediate the, overreaction. The, the, the call-out culture right right now that we're in that, you know, everybody – and you can take anything anybody says and if you want to if you want to absorb it a certain way if you want to read between lines if you want to make it sometimes these things are legitimate sometimes you sure. have everybody on twitter oh, yeah. attacking somebody for saying something and it's legitimate but it's about the content you have to really you have to get the the whole story you have to get yeah, figure it all out the before context. you go know what you're talking about before you go talking
0: ridiculous
1: and trying. And,
0: uh, yeah. oh, sorry, go ahead. So, it, it, Look,
1: it, it was about – look, you're going to hear it. I think it's going to gain some steam. I really I do. I don't it. think
0: so. I think it's done. I think it's already over. I think, I think, tomorrow, it, I think it was an hour and a half. I think it was done.
1: I think tomorrow you're going to hear a lot more about it. I really do. Chris but, Welch will come out and have
0: to apologize, which he should not have to do. Right. I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't apologize. I don't apologize.
1: There's nothing. To... <clears throat> so he's talking about, was it Ozzie Albies? Yes. It was Ozzie Albies. So he and Ronald Acuna Jr., two fantastic young players for the Braves. Incredible baseball players. Uh, uh, both rookies last year, I think. Um, they, <laughs> The Braves signed them to a very team-friendly deal t- to extensions this, this offseason. Um and a lot of people think they could have made a lot more money. They could have, and that, yeah, they could have. Um, but whether it's the
0: fact that they're friends and they like the organization and all that stuff, that is what it is. What he said was, I don't even want to do it. What he said was, is that <laughs> the, the they sign all um, uh, be signed for thirty-five million dollars, and basically, when you come from where these guys come from, uh, he said they he they, he may not even know the difference between 35 million and 85 million not saying he doesn't actually know the difference saying that the difference between 35 million and 85 million to somebody who grew up with absolutely nothing is basically no different it's right. it's the same thing to it's it's
1: it's millions of dollars 35 million dollars is worth several lifetimes of of living. Exactly. That's what the man's saying. And now
0: everybody just says, oh, because they're poor, they can't do math and all this crap. Whatever. Get out of here. What he's saying, first off, congratulations to, to the Braves for... Taking advantage of these two kids, and my, what about that? Why isn't everybody talking about the Braves taking advantage of these two kids? And well, maybe not. I don't. I'm not doing this. Yeah, I don't. I'm not doing it. I'm not <laughs> I don't doing feel it. like that's why I, I it. didn't want to talk about this. <laughs> I don't. Get, that's not the story. This isn't the story. The what? What they signed for, and what? What? what the that that's not what I that's not the story that's not what it's about it's right. about idiots on Twitter who make a huge deal about something they don't do any research in they don't pay attention to what it is they see something and they go oh my god that's the worst thing I've ever seen in my life it's on the internet well you first off don't believe everything you see on the internet second off if it's three seconds and you can tell the guy who's, was talking beforehand and is still talking when it stops maybe try to find the rest of the conversation Maybe the guy maybe there's a joke in there, maybe something's going on, maybe there's a completely different context altogether than what somebody was even talking about. Figure it out. Don't just go crazy for no reason. That is overreaction whatever that we are in this this era of that I can't stand and I'm 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 done with it. I'm done with it. It it happens a lot. People get mad at me cuz I'm like, "Well, I don't know. Did, did, maybe that didn't happen. Maybe it did. Let, let's, you know, did, did did anybody think about this? No. Everybody just has to be the first one. I got to be the first one to say how terrible you are. Yeah. How many of these idiots when something bad happens to somebody and all these people go on Twitter and tell them how terrible they are, and then it comes out that the whole thing was a lie? Mm-hmm. How many of those people go back and apologize to those to them? How many times does that happen? Never. You know why? Cuz they're already on to the next stupid thing that they can go off on.
1: mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Yep. Ugh, people, people do love, people do love to to lift themselves up by putting others down. And, and it's, it's not that's not lifting you're not a better person for doing that. Right, but they feel that way. They feel, I think in some cases people feel <laughs> that way. Um, and unfortunately, I think this is going to be like it happens a lot of the time where I think tomorrow you're going to see people covering this other media outlets covering this and you're going to see a story about red's broadcaster makes racist comment things like that where even the media who should be journalists who should be getting an entire story and then reporting there's on it. no journalism
0: anymore nobody's that, that journalism is this this is what journalism is now you got to be the first one to have the story first one right. to do the first one there's no same way with that even when you're the first one you they never you there's never an apology afterwards like that's i have to apologize for something that i said that you took out of context mm-hmm. you took what i said out of context so i have to apologize to you but now that everybody realizes how silly you were to think of what I – I'll never get an apology from you. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, <clears throat> it's a weird – we live in such a weird world right now, man.
0: I wish I wish I was a famous person. <laughs> Do you? Oh, my God, yes, because would, <laughs> I would be famous for all the wrong reasons.
1: Because <laughs> you would just talk like a normal person. Because I would say with every
0: single person, all these people that are on Twitter – that say these things in real life, they are not terrible people, but they probably say crazy things all the time. I say the most outrageously crazy things all the time. I tell people, I was just telling, uh, we were, we were, uh, friends of ours were out and I was like, man, it is a really good thing that I don't have a microphone in front of, we don't, we don't have like a television series following me around all the time. Cause I would, I would be persecuted as a human being. Whereas, no, you know what? I'm a. It, it's it's funny. We have fun. I, I'm not a mean person. I I love everyone. But you know what? Take a chill pill, brother. I'm now. I'm just going off on. I don't even know what I'm talking about anymore. Perfect. All I
1: know is I'm irritated. Perfect example of you being a human being and making mistakes with things that you say. You thought that. Derek Dietrich was okay for laying down in the batter's box. Oh, here we go! Laying down. (laughs) Here we go. This is what happens on Twitter. Somebody sees something like,
0: "Oh my God, did you see him? He laid down and took a nap in the in on in the in the in the batter's box." Mm -hmm. Now the next person goes, "He really laid down and took a nap." That's the most (laughs) ridiculous thing I've ever heard. Now you got fifteen thousand people talking about Derek Dietrich doing something he didn't even do.
1: He should be banned for life from baseball. He should be banned. You should fire
0: him. You should fire him from the Reds. You should cut him from the I just said fire him from the reds. You should cut him from the team because he stared down a home run. You guys can all <laughs> run <laughs> somewhere and go is somewhere else. I I am so proud of you
1: for keeping the
0: language Buddy, perfect. Hard. I mean I'm thinking about my buddies at Ohio hey, Mosquito Control and, and I don't want to say I don't want to, you know, talk about how great their mosquito coverage is and, and they're, they're they're great people and I don't want to discourage the name of that by saying ridiculous things into this microphone.
1: That and training personally with Peggy Edwards. Keep it personally. classy for them. Keep it least. classy.
0: Keep it classy for them, but I can still tell my opinion.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely, and I'm glad you did. I just I, I thought it would be interesting to cover that because it just happened tonight. We don't normally get to cover things that night because we do just a weekly happened. podcast. Right. Right?
0: I'm going to tell you this too. This time next week, this will be you, most people will never have even heard of this. That's why I didn't want to bring it up because I don't think it's going to be a media storm. I don't think it's going to be some. I think it's going to be one idiot who got a few thousand people to say something, and everybody's going to actually hopefully. The Reds, I know the Reds will. The Reds aren't going to do anything about this because they pay attention to what's actually going on during the game and on the broadcast. Fox Sports probably won't do anything. But he, maybe he says an apology. I don't even think that happens. I don't think this becomes anything. I just It's just the fact that it happens. This happens all day, every day. It happens all the time. Mm-hmm. Find something better to do with your time than get – then than badmouth somebody you don't know in and, and, and something you didn't even see. If the guy who recorded it had something to say, whatever, you got something to say. It's the thousands of people that watched that little snidbit, bit, that tidbit of a video that he took and then came to their own conclusions. That guy watched the whole video. He was watching the game. Obviously he recorded his TV screen is what it is. People have their opinions. Post, post your opinion but if you don't know what really happened and you have no idea but you just saw something and just decided to go crazy put don't don't hit send don't hit send wait 24 hour 24 hour rule that's my 24 hour rule if something annoys you or something you think is wrong wait
1: 24 hours don't before hit, you send it don't hit send very famous quote from herm edwards i love it
0: don't hit send
1: all right, we got to end. I got to go home. We've got to end this thing on a calmer note. We got to. We got to get you to irritated. breathe. We got to get you to breathe.
0: I'm not gonna be able to go sleep tonight.
1: Swipe left, swipe right, Chris. All right. Pacing around the house while you brush your teeth.
0: Uh, swipe left. I'm I'm in front of the I'm in front of the, right there in front. Scrub them down. Scrub them down. Focus on it and uh, spit it out and and get on with the rest of my day.
1: Okay i can not a pacer. I, I Are don't, you a pacer? I don't th- I, I, I'm, I'm absolutely a pacer. I'm an Indiana pacer.
0: It's probably I, better that you pace because I don't think I brush my teeth for two minutes. That's just ridiculous. To brush your teeth for two minutes, that's way too long. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Did you hear what Chris just said? He said it's ridiculous to brush your teeth for two minutes. Oh, my gosh. We should have a Twitter war and tell him <laughs> how ridiculous he is. Sorry. Anyway. Uh,
1: no, I podcast host encourages children to not (laughs) brush their teeth. There you go. That's what I'm talking about.
0: I'm not, that's not what we were supposed to be doing, but it's probably good that you pace because then you're taking a much more, uh, a longer amount of time to actually get your teeth clean.
1: Well, I did switch fully over a while ago to the electric toothbrush, which counts out the two minutes for you. Yeah. So it just runs for two
0: minutes. So Question for you. Do you always get to the two minutes
1: every single time? Wow.
0: Mine vibrates, uh, like stops its vibration every 30 seconds. And I know this because i brushed my teeth for two minutes, maybe four times since I've had it for the last two years. <laughs> if I get to the first 30 seconds, it's pretty, um, I feel like I did a pretty good job. <laughs> Look, dude, I'm not going to sit here. I've, I've already brushed that tooth like three <laughs> times.
1: What do I got to go back over it 15 times for? It's clean. It does feel like a long, like longer than you need. Way it longer. Really does. It
0: does. And I use them little... Weird pick things that uh, got a, a hook on the end of them. When I'm driving, on my teeth are fine. You're
1: flossing and brushing. That's flossing all that matters, and brushing, man. and
0: flossing That's and good. brushing, and flossing and brushing.
1: Now I'm feeling is, good. I got myself go. a little beat going. There all right, go, here we go.
0: Man. All right, so uh, you can catch us every week, Wednesdays, 10:30 p.m. on Facebook Live, uh, or on Thursdays, uh, it is up on all your favorite platforms. Uh, after that, next week we will have we'll talk a little, I I think we should talk a little bit of NFL, what happened in the NFL draft, who was drafted maybe not a lot, just kind of go over the Bengals maybe a little bit, or if there was any kind of surprises we'll do that, obviously way more um, NBA playoffs, Mm -hmm. we will have a definite uh, opponent for the Portland Trailblazers, and from there we'll get into our MLB triple play, and if you've got any ideas on a uh, poll for us please let us know we would be able to to actually get something moving that we're out uh, because right now after the best nba nicknames of all time is over which it looks like the hick from french lick is going to win correct yes. uh it, as soon as that is over we have nothing coming on the back side so help us out if you got something funny that you think would work in a term tournament style poll every week and uh we'll see if we can get something going Yes, sir. All right. Don't forget to turn your your headlights on and have a good – you know what? Before we're done. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> For Adam Schmidt, I'm Chris Witt. Don't forget to turn your headlights on.